Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. And we are live. Sean does it. Mikey is all. But it is. So we are excited about football season. Football! football. Answer, hell yeah. You know, when I was a kid, I, I loved that guy. I don't even know who, who he is. I didn't really care. But he's a country singer with a big beard, sunglasses in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that guy? Long name? hair. Long hair. I don't know. That guy was, he was my guy. Monday Night Football singer guy. Both of and us since suck because we don't know. Yeah. Well, whatever. Who cares? But that guy was awesome. And then now they've got, or at least last year, it was uh, Carrie Under- Underwood. And I know her. Yeah, I remember when uh, <laughs> that one came in to play. I was kind of like, oh, okay. Oh, she's awesome, dude. Come on. Hank Williams Jr. Damn. Mm. Should have been knew that. Yeah, I knew that. It was Hank Williams Jr. I did know that. I couldn't remember his name. What's your name again? My name? Yeah. Cornelius. Cornelius. Yeah, that's how bad it is, man. I can't remember names like that. But I do have a gift for remembering names of people that I meet face to face. That's always fun. I have one buddy, he's like, he's like, dude, how do you remember all these names? There's a trick to it. You got to, once you meet them and you get their name, I learned this trick a long time ago. You attribute something with their face or eyes or hair, or you just find something that has an emotional charge to it and associate their name to it. And then boom, you can remember their name every single time. Huh. So yeah, one guy, his name is Dan and he's got freckles. It's like freckles, Dan, Dan has freckles. Then you can remember it. Well, if someone else has freckles and his name is Larry. Then you choose something different. Larry has a clep lip. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Larry. Big nose. Poor Larry. Or Larry's old. Okay. So we got Larry. We got him pinned. I don't know. Simple names like that are easy. And fortunately, I I don't know a whole lot of people with very difficult names like... uh, Charquandra. Because then I'd probably mess that up and sound like a douche. You don't know Shaquanda? I don't know Shaquandra. Yo, me I know Shaquanda. Me and, me and Shay Shay go way back, though. You know what I'm saying? Shay Shay, do you love me? Yeah, I got you. So, dude. Um, yes. So, NFL is starting back up. And, um, and already, I mean, these are like preseason games that don't even matter. But uh, they're already doing their protest stuff, dude. It's back. Probably never left. It is. Oh, yeah, technically. Actually, this NFL money-making machine is in the news 24-7, right? All the time. It's like uh, all-year-round football. 
but it's something that I wanted to discuss uh, just because I thought it was interesting. The NFL ruling that came out, uh, I guess, at the end of the season as they deliberated and they had a whole bunch of owners come together and they voted on this stuff and and uh, on what all the rules should be. And it turns out that the rule is, is that if you're going to protest, um, don't do it on the field. So you are required, if you are employed by the NFL, uh, that if you are going to protest, when everyone has the right to freedom of speech, right? Uh, we just don't want to see it or hear it. So your protest can be kneeling during the anthem or throwing your fist in the air or whatever the case may be, but just don't do it on my field. And I think it's absolutely amazing that they've had agreement from owners and from the senior leadership of the NFL to make that type of a statement. And of course, this all started back with Colin Kaepernick, right? Yeah. San Francisco Giants. San Francisco Giants. <laughs> 49ers, not Giants. Um, you know, that the, the quarterback, you know, uh, kneeling down. And the protest was all about, I think, something noble. Um, I think something worthy to, to make a stand about. I don't have any problem with what he did or how he did it, you know, kneeling down uh, during the anthem. And then I don't have a problem with the show of support uh, from other teams, other uh, players on the field doing the same thing. Or, you know, there are other teams that said, OK, look, we're not going to kneel, but we're going to lock arms. We'll stand, but we'll we'll lock arms, you know, and show of support. No problem with that at all, dude. And I think that. Uh, something like this protesting is something that's been going on forever. Speaking of which is stuff that's going on today, recording day, happy recording day in Washington. Yeah. You know, there people are marching on DC right now. Yelling chants. Yep. Well, it's the, NF ugly. the NFL thing to me, I mean, I, I have no problem with it. Honestly. Sure. Friggin' take a knee, put your fist in the air. I know some players, I read an article that was dated August 10th of this year, and some players are <clears throat> um, coming out during the anthem, so they're walking onto the field while the anthem's being played, you know, like, <laughs> that one's kind of mm. like, all right, well, you're kind of just making it a dick move, I feel like, on that part, but, I mean, mm. protests, if you're going to protest, that's, you know... We're America. America. What I don't understand is, <clears throat> so the NFL came out with a policy that said, if a player protests during the national anthem, the team of said player will be fined. Yeah. And then left it up to the team to decide what, um, I guess, punishment or, you know, whatever would come to the individual player. And then, um, I don't know if this has changed, but it, for a moment, this stuff was paused and they, they were just discussing what they should do. I don't know if what I just said was the last policy issue. I'm assuming it probably is. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, 
to be honest. So, Michael, I don't know if you do or not, but you, maybe you could talk on that. But anyway, the whole gist of like whatever they come to, I was just talking with the wife about this. Like, I, I think it's kind of like, why can't they just silently protest, you know? And if you get fined, you make shit tons of fucking money. <laughs> just pay a, a fine, you know? Like, if you're that sure. hardcore about protesting, okay, well, at the end of the day, the NFL is a business with bosses yeah. and people who make decisions. And if those people come to you and say, hey, sign this paper that says you're not going to protest, and if you do, there's going to be repercussions, and you sign a paper... There you go. I mean, you you know what's going to happen. You make your decision, and there's your consequence. You got to own it. Now, I don't know if they make the people sign the policy. I, I'm assuming because the NFL comes out and says, this is our policy. You're now employed in the NFL. So, you know, whether you sign a paper agreeing with it or not, this is our policy. So you have to adhere by it. If you don't, there will be consequences. It's just, you know... At some point, like, what's the big deal? You know? Like, I really don't know. I don't know why it's so wrong that they protest. I don't know why the NFL is like, oh, we can't let them do that. You're not going to do that. You know? Like, I read yeah. a tweet from Trump who's like, if you don't stand and don't pay honor to the national anthem, you shouldn't get paid and you should be suspended. And it's like, really, though? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I would really like to listen to all of these players that are being, you know, that are protesting and see their opinion on the national anthem and our nation. I guarantee you they're not going to be like, fuck America. This place is a shithole. I wish I didn't even live here. I mean, for all intents and purposes, like these people are the people who could just up and move on a whim because they got millions. Yeah. So I just, you know, and maybe that has nothing to do with anything. It's just like, I don't think that the players are saying we hate America, blah, 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 blah. They're just doing something silently to raise awareness to, hey, it seems like a lot of fucking white cops are shooting black people for no reason. And it's wrong. Yeah. And people are, are either protesting for that or they're protesting with other people and they're joining and saying, yeah, that is fucked up. Something needs to happen. And if the only thing that I can do is stand up on national TV and in front of these thousands of people in this arena and they know why I'm protesting and that brings awareness, then that's what I'm going to do. I don't know why that's wrong. I agree with you 100%. And, and that's the whole point. You hit the nail on the head, right? It's, uh, it's not about hating, Amer hating America or hating the anthem or disrespecting it, uh, none of that whatsoever. Just like, you know, if you marching, marching on, on Washington, D.C., uh, on the Capitol, it doesn't mean that you hate the president or that you hate uh, the nation or whatever the case may be because you're marching on the, on the Capitol, right? Yeah. I mean, this is stuff that's been going on forever. The Million Man March that happened, you know, so many years ago, the first one that happened and you had, you had a million men Plus, marching, it had nothing to do with hating America. You know, you had, you had Farrakhan representing, you know, uh, uh, the, the black man, if you will, 
and and the nation of Islam. And you, you also had Christians that were there. And you also had Buddhists that were there. And all of these different types of uh, religions and mindsets. And it was none of it was ever about, you know, this country sucks. Yeah. You know, but it, with this instance, it, it's all about police brutality. It's about the the dozens of people who have lost their lives uh, at, at the hands of, you know, down the barrel of a cop and the, dis, the, the huge disparity of, and, and, and I've heard so many people say, well, you know, you got more white people that are getting shot by cops than you do black people. And you've got, you know, more of this and more of that. And again, you're missing the point. The point is police brutality. Yeah. It's about, it's about, unlawful manslaughter unlawful killing of, of people and not just black people white people too are getting killed by cops but specifically like the 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 link that i sent you uh over, over facebook it's like it was never about the anthem it was never about the flag it was never about the military it was about patrick Harmon, philando castile mm-hmm. it was about alton sterling Sandra Bland, Anthony Hill, and the list goes on and on and on. The names and the ages of these people that have been killed wrongfully. That's what it's about. Yeah. And, and, and to your point, exactly what you said is exactly what I feel is, is that they're not saying fuck America or the anthem or anything like that. They're literally saying, look, I, I don't have a whole lot that I can do about it to change the situation. But with the camera being on me right now, I want to show that I'm supporting you. I'm supporting your families. I'm crying with you. I'm grieving with you yep. because I agree with you that this is wrong. Your loved one actually should have came home, but they didn't. And that sucks. And I want you to know that I'm standing with you. And the reason they didn't is bullshit. Like, it's just senseless. It is. And it breaks my heart. And, and I, you know, I'm not one to die on a cross for, for, for many things. Um, and I'm not one to, to get political either when it comes down to stuff. I, I feel like let people think whatever they want to think and feel whatever they want to feel and do whatever the hell they want to do. Right? Like, we all have to answer to God at the end of our lives, you know? And, uh, you know, we all have to give account for our own behavior and our own actions. But when it comes down to straight up travesty, uh, tragedy, the disparity of justice, uh, things like that, I think this is the stuff that that legitimately hurts the heart of God. That this is the kind of stuff like, okay, man. You're killing each other. You're, you're, there's so much hatred that is the result of, of false beliefs and as a result of, of bad and poor upbringing, societal stuff, cultural stuff that, that ignores the fact that every single one of us are human beings and that we all bleed the same, that we're all part of the same country, that no matter whether you're white, black, Mexican, German, Polish, uh, Yugoslavian, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we're, 
I'm on I'm on team people. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm team people. Yeah. I'm team people. And I honestly believe <laughs> that that the only thing that's going to help uh, this society is if we have like an alien invasion or something. And then all of a sudden we're going to be all the same race and all the same people. And let's kill the aliens. I mean, at that point, you ain't going to care about whether or not I'm black or white. Right. Yeah. Because we have a common thing to fight against. I, I just wish that that common thing that we fight against would be hate. I wish that the common thing that we would fight against is bigotry, hatred, racism, the things that divide us. Let's fight against those things so that we can have some love and have some peace. And that might be a pipe dream, but. Well, personally, man, I think it is. I think our faith as Christians and Christ followers and Bible readers, I mean, it's. Bible thumpers. You know, it's definitely a. Things are going to get worse. And we're a fallen people, you know, and believing that. Yeah. I don't see much hope for this whole world peace thing, you know? Yeah. That's never going to be a thing. There's always going to be greed. There's always going to be freaking people that covet and want more. There's, you know, like it's just a thing. And then who has more now? Someone who doesn't have it is trying to get it. It's just a cycle, you know, and it sucks, but yeah, you know, I I don't know. No, it does. suck. But yeah, I I think, you know, I guess I'm kind of done with the whole NFL thing just because I'm not done with it, but I don't know what else to say other than what I said a few minutes ago, you know? Oh, sure. Um, but despite that, I am ready to watch some good old American football. Yeah. And if people want to f- put their fists in the air or walk out during an anthem or not be out there or fucking whip their dick out, I really don't care. I want to watch some football, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, it was one of those things I, I've i never said this before until, you know, this actually became an issue. You know, we go through life and we we do things just because it's culturally acceptable and it's the it's the cultural norm. But I, I had a thought. I'm like, if it, if it's really that big of a deal, how about we question why we even have the national anthem anyway at a freaking game? Yeah. If it's that big of a deal, seriously. Yeah, it's I kind mean, of I, interesting. I mean, why do we? Yeah, I I mean I agree. That's a question I have. Do we need it? Uh, now that being said, that being said, we probably would never hear it if it wasn't for sports. And yeah. I think that that's a whole nother conversation that could be had. I mean, why I'm, is it the only time that we hear it outside of like school? Like, do they even sure say the pledge of allegiance at school anymore? Because <laughs> I know, uh, like, yeah. you know, I'm 32, bro. Like, we went to school. They had a flag in every freaking room. Oh yeah. And every morning before like class announcements, they would play the national anthem and we'd say the Pledge of Allegiance or they wouldn't play the national anthem, but we would all, someone over the intercom would, you know, say the pledge and we would all say it with us with our hand over our hearts. And like, I mean, does that even happen anymore? I don't know. Why did we do it then? I don't know. 
I mean, I'm not saying like we shouldn't or we shouldn't have. I'm just questioning like, what's the point of it anyway? So then you insert like, and I guess that's kind of another angle too. And something I maybe I'm struggling with is like, so we have this, (coughs) this huge business. It's a huge business, but it's a business. And they say we should play the anthem before every game. Right. Or is, is there's some law or like some other, you know, thing that mandates before every, uh, public, it's not, I mean like ball game that, that the anthem has to be played. Like, is it a law? No, I can't say that it is a law. <laughs> so that's, a, that's just another reason as to why, like, why is this such a big issue? Like, yeah. I don't know how, like if we don't have freedom of speech on something that's not even mandated that you stand for, it's just a societal. Yeah. When you, I mean, dude, I went to a freaking Cardinals game two weekends ago and we played the Anthem and I'm like eating my face off and drinking my (laughs) liver dead. And like, (laughs) I didn't want to stand. I'm not going to come to lie. I wanted to eat the freaking hot dog, you know, like <laughs> everyone stands. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm not going to be the one dick. Who's like not standing, you know, <laughs> but there's no thing. Like if I sat down the whole time, yeah. What are you going to do to me? You can't do shit. Like, yeah. So fucking what yeah. now? I don't understand why, you know, it's such a big deal for people who get paid a lot of money. Now there's two arguments. You could say what I just did. What's the big deal. And then you can also say, bro, you get paid a salary that like 7% of the United States, you know, averages like just fucking stand for a minute and you're going to be okay. I mean, I get that, but then, you know, that's the point of a protest is to do something that's not normal so that it draws attention so that you're, agenda is heard and i understand that yeah but i don't know it's all right there's it's no law right. saying we have to stand for a national anthem you know no no and i don't again i don't think that if you don't that you're like anti freaking america right i don't know it's the cultural norm fuck the police fuck the police coming uh, yeah, boy. No, nah, I'm kidding. Like, that's that's the other extreme to that, and I don't agree with that either. Like, I don't think all cops not. are crooked. I think there's a lot of them. Hell yeah. Dude, I live sure. in a small town, and I've already heard some things, and, like, you see the effects of it, and it's like, oh, wow, that sucks. You know? Like, corruption is everywhere, though. Like, everywhere. And I'm not saying that as like, well, it's okay because it happens here and happens there. I'm just saying like, yeah, there's some bad people because we're people. So, sure, you know, whatever. But that's not everyone. That's not the majority. And like, especially here on the unchurched, like our whole thing is we don't hate church. We don't have ch- hate church people. And we talk bad about church and church people, but it's not all church people, you know? Yeah. So we have people that are like, fuck the police, you know? And it's like, okay, well, 
when someone steals from you, who are you going to call? When someone, when someone burns your house down, like who are you going to call? You know, if your freaking little son or little daughter disappears for five days, who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. So yeah, fuck the police and go Ghostbusters. Hey, so are you building a website or thinking about building a website? Um, Pretty much everyone needs a website for something these days. Well, here's how you can help uh, the podcast. You can help us out. Um, And it's literally just you doing what you're going to do anyway. Uh, with no extra out of your pocket. So if you head over to our website, and that's unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com, we have a couple banners there you can click on for Bluehost. And they have the best web hosting for literally under $4 right now. I mean, it don't get better than that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's a way that you can get what you need, and, you know, you can help us out a little bit. And again... It's literally no money out of your pocket uh, other than what you're already going to spend for your web hosting. So we would appreciate it. And uh, let's get back to the show. No, but like, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Dude, this is what we do. I do. Yeah, I do, man. We, We have challenging. We challenge everything and we discuss everything because we can. We have to. Like there's no progress without a little bit of pressure. Yeah. You know, iron sharpens iron. That's not a peaceful, calming thing. No, iron slamming into other hot iron is not (laughs) joyous. Right. You know? Right. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you bring the other party, the opposing party over to your side. Sure. Right. Like, or that you're going to come over to their side. Right. There's, it's, not about, it's not about winning or losing. It's frankly about, hey, can we look at this a little bit different? If you look at it a little bit different and then I look at it a little bit different, maybe we can meet somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe there's... Now, now, granted, now listen, there is no middle when it comes down to police brutality. Right? Yeah, but Bob. <laughs> Just don't do it. Dude, fuck the police. It needs to stop, right? There should not be any unlawful force used ever. Of course. Um, Now, I've also, I mean, I have some people that I know who either have friends or are married to law enforcement officers. And, you know, hearing their side of everything is like completely different story of like, yeah, all that shit sucks and it's horrible. But like my husband or wife or friend, like they don't do that shit. You know, like they got a fear for their lives now just pulling someone over because, you know, they might lose their job or, you know, (laughs) get shot or there might be a tweet you know, taking the wrong way or something. And it's like, oh man, that does suck. Cause that's your livelihood and yeah. you are a good person and you don't hate black people or Chinese people or frogs or whatever the hell it is that we're all so upset about in the moment. Like, you know? Yeah. So I know there's two sides, but it's like, what, what do Obviously. you do with that? Cause the one side right now is like, 
yo, a lot of black niggas be getting shot for nothing. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. And it's horrible, man. Like, it's seriously. It's wrong. I, it's just wrong. It's wrong. It's murder. It's cold blooded. It's wrong. Murder It's flat out wrong. But to your point, though, every cop wants to go home safely. They want to go back and return back to their families. Yep. And I get that. I get that. And I understand you have to protect yourself. But that ain't the case every single time when you got an unarmed man with his hands up in the air and he gets chopped down. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mean, when you got five or six cops that have emptied their clips on somebody and they've got their hands raised up in the air. All they've used as a weapon is their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like I, that, so, I mean, we can we can talk about all the different extremes and and you can dissect every single scenario that you want. But at the end of the day, right is right and wrong is wrong. Mm-hmm. Still. It really is still. Everybody wants to go home safe. Everybody does. You know, and I like I saw a video of a guy. He was on his motorcycle. Somebody was driving around him and. uh they they called the cops and said, "Hey, this is a guy in front of me, uh, and he uh, he's on his motorcycle and he's got his he's got his pistol on." First cop responds, chases down the motorcycle, pulls the guy over, and starts questioning the guy. And the guy says, "Look, here you go. Here's my papers. Conceal weapon permit. I'm on a Michael. I'm on a mo- Michael Sokol. I'm on a motorcycle. <laughs> I'm on a motorcycle. I want to ride and that a- ride." <laughs> it was a it was a very positive video because the guy on the bike was super respectful and he's like, "Look, thanks for pulling me over. You had to do your job, and I'm doing mine right now. Here's the pistol. Yeah, this is why I'm wearing it. Here's the here's my license. I'm licensed to carry. I'm not doing anything wrong." And the guy was just the cop was just honest with him. He's like, "Look, keep doing what you're doing, man. You're all good with me. You weren't doing anything wrong. It, it, you're not brandishing." Like you, this is your pistol. It's all, everything was legal. Everything was peaceful. Everybody went home safe together or yeah. not together, but maybe they, they all parted their ways. Fucking Brady Everybody bunch. went home safe. But the point is, is that, you know, some people get scared. A lot of people get scared for whatever reasons, right? They've got their belief system about, about race or about men versus women or whatever the case may be. At the end of the day, man, we need some, freaking mutual respect of one another and some love in our hearts so that we're not so afraid of every little Tom, Dick and Harry, somebody that looks intimidating. You know, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody is out to get you. Sure. Fucking grow up. Not everybody's out to hurt you. Not everybody's out to kill you. You know, and, and, though there may be some people that are out there to do that. That's not everybody. You can't go through life with this chip on your shoulder or with this fear in your heart. That every freaking tall black man with a deep voice is going to freaking rape you. Oh, I wish you he would. I've been waiting. You can't. You Horrible can't do joke. that. Going to hell. Terrible. Terrible. Well, it's kind of <laughs> like 9-11. R.I.P. And I don't mean that jokingly. But like, <clears throat> after 9-11, what did we do? We amped up security. Now it takes like double the time to get on an airplane. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, well, it's just kind of fear-based reaction that we think is more secure when in all actuality, if someone's going to do shit, they're going to come and do shit. 
Like you can't live in the fear, you know? And I'm not saying let's not be safe and let's, you know, Oh, fuck it. Well, you know, whatever happens happens. I'm not saying that, but like, you know, you can't just, like you said, you can't just go around fear-based and like thinking everyone's out to get you and always assuming the worst. And dude, listen, I'm one of the people who always assumes the worst. (laughs) I just do. Yeah. I think rarely good things are coming my way. And a lot of times that means I'm more prepared when things go south, but a lot of times it's for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. However, I don't live in the extreme part of that. Like I'm, I'm a super chill dude mostly. And like, unless I'm behind the wheel, just get out of my fucking way. You're too slow. (laughs) You don't use blinkers. You ride my ass. I can't do it. I can't do it. But any anywhere it. else, <laughs> anywhere else, it's just like just take a second yeah. and breathe and use your brain. Sure, you know. And oh, I don't know. I think we just need to all kind of calm down and not be so on the uh, defense. I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. What do I know? I'm a 32 year old white guy who has lived too many places to call anywhere home. What do I know? Uh, Sure. Nice. You know, I I think at the end of the day, I I think what the story, the, the narrative that's not being told is that they're protesting the shit that has happened. The police brutality, the unlawful use of force, the lives that have been taken away from the earth that, um, that unlawfully and unnecessarily. Yeah. And I think that that's a noble thing. I think that's an okay thing. I think that we have the right to protest, the right to be heard and for the discussion to be had. And I'm never one to shy away from, the, the necessity of the conversation. I mean, at the, you know, at the root of it all, let's talk about it. You air out your feelings. Let me air out my feelings. We can come to some common ground or we can't. But at least let's just hear each other out. You know, let's hear each other out. Let me hear your side. And then you listen to my side. Let me hear how you feel about this. I know how I feel about it. It sucks. It hurts. Can you hear what I have to say about it? You know, let's have the conversation. Let's air it out. That way, at the end of the day, we can be like, okay, all right, let's. How do we get to a common ground or solution to that? You know, let's uh, let's look at the individual and, and let's show a little bit more love, a little bit more kindness, a little bit more grace, a little bit more patience with one another. Because there's fear on both sides. There's there's contention on both sides. There's feelings on both sides. There's a heartbeat on both sides and, and, and both need to be heard. Well, and this is why we need bigger churches. We need more (laughs) churches. So more people, maybe we need fewer churches that are bigger, like Walmart size, maybe like three Walmarts super centers together (laughs) so that we can all just come in and listen to one guy. Yeah. And you think, you think that'll help dude? 
I feel it in my spirit. You might as well add a couple services on the on the Sunday as well. Maybe that'll help too. Oh yeah, we're probably. I mean, you know, depending on where the churches are located, we could do up to four or five services on a you yeah. know any given day, really. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I and you know, furthermore, I really feel like God's telling me I need to start one of those. Really, and um, you know, and quit my job and just you know just serve the people for the lord that's really that's my heart mm. that's my heart that's deep i like that so well i'll never be one to say that god didn't speak it to you and actually i feel i feel impressed that uh we should you know <sighs> I, I just good god you felt impressed too <laughs> that was impressive <laughs> you uh you paused my joke and now i i'm not even going to say it I'm, and that's okay that's not a bad thing uh, yeah you were going down a rabbit hole there but i got you yeah, I got you. Yeah. You know, the the other protest that's going on today, the, the uh, today actually marks or yesterday marked. Uh, nobody knows what day this is. This is coming out next week or one of those days soon. I don't know. Anyway. Mystery. The day of, <laughs> the day of this recording, um, the day before this recording marks the one year anniversary of Charlottesville uh, debacle that happened. And yeah. uh, if, if you're not familiar with that, um, what happened was there was. I don't know how you pro- would not be. Yeah. Living under a rock somewhere. Um, but a year ago in Charlottesville, uh, there was a protest by this group called Unite to Write. And um, the purpose of their protest was. Uh, to fight against those who, or to protest against those who wanted to tear down the uh, Robert E. Lee statues in Charlottesville. Yep. So, what happened was, there were some, I don't know why they call them anti-protesters. Maybe they're just, because they're protesting as well. It's the same fucking thing, I don't don't know. (laughs) They're protesting, you know... Against what the other protesters are protesting. So, like, there's... Thus the anti, so I guess that's the answer. I don't know. Eh, Still seems weird. (laughs) They're all protesting. Yeah, those that are protesting, yeah, let's bring this stuff down because it's a, you know, a symbol of hate and a symbol of this and, uh, you know, the Civil War and, and, you know, the South lost. I mean, wouldn't an anti-protester not protest? (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I'm still just like, what the hell? Yeah, the anti-protester would not protest. I'm going to Google I this. I need to know. Yeah, that's a weird one, right? That's our vernacular. That's that's the way we talk in America, which is weird. Uh, anyway, uh, there was, for lack of a better way to put it, the anti-protesters in the street, and one of the protesters jumped in his car and be lined for the anti-protesters and um, uh, killed one person and injured 19. Mm-hmm. And it was heartbreaking. The woman, 32-year-old Heather, uh, what's her last name? Hayers, I think. Hayers. Hey, yeah. However you pronounce it. 
However you pronounce your last name. No, no disrespect. R.I.P. I think it's H-E-Y-E-R-S, right? S- something like that. I can't pronounce it. But, you know, she lost her life. She was killed by that protester who wanted to keep up the statue of uh, Robert E. Lee. And uh, there was tear gas. That There was people getting maced. It was such a violent uh, protest and just so heartbreaking. And, and yesterday marked the one year anniversary of that protest and to commemorate it, those same original protesters are marching on Washington today, uh, for their cause. And there have been, um, anti-protesters that have been protesting (laughs) hours before them and the masses are building and there's a lot of turmoil and anxiety and fear and angst, just a ton of stuff in Washington uh, right now. And one thing that Washington DC is doing different than Charlottesville, Charlottesville, they weren't expecting it, right? They weren't expecting the, the masses to clash and to have such a violent protest happen. I don't know why they weren't expecting it, but they didn't expect it. Um, and so all the groups were able to get together and fight. But in D.C., they're keeping them apart from each other in a very strategic way. I've been watching the news all day long, uh, just trying to keep up with it. And it's just like praying, like, God, please don't let this get out of hand, which I think should be the Christian response, don't you? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, have your opinions. But at the end of the day, something bad happened. And yes, that sucks. But now, like, in your protesting, you do something that's also bad. (laughs) I mean, there's no justification there. Yeah. I mean, right? Shouldn't. I mean, and you know what? I got to call myself out, I guess, because that kind of fits in the whole world peace mentality, I guess. But like. Love should overpower hate, you know? It should. You would hope that it does. But it doesn't. <laughs> you know? It doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it, it may, you may have small glimpses of moments, you know, where, where people are converted, if you will, from hate to love. But it's such a rarity. And I, and I think it's such a rarity because uh, there's just not enough people doing it. You know, the love isn't the mass. It isn't the main viewpoint. You got this sick world where people just, people just want to be right. And it just sucks. I mean, when you're that full of yourself and, and you're, you're that stuck in your, and your crazy mindsets about, well, this is right because this is the way that I was raised and da 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 da. You you lose. You you literally you've lost the fight. You've lost the argument. You've you the thing that you're protesting for or against, at, at that point, you just you lose because it's very self-absorbed. Love causes us to look outward, not inward. I don't know. I'm getting emotional. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, if we want to get 
I'll cut that out. Which means I won't. Anyway, if we want to get satisfyingly deep here, maybe, and Michael, you're going to have to help me because I can only go so far. <laughs> Think of that what you will. Um, oh, that's what she said. You know, we have an eye for an eye, right? And then, so that's Old Testament, the OT. And then we go NT, yeah. which is New Testament for all you secular, unbelieving heathens out there who don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then Jesus is, you know, so Jesus is praying. Judas just collected his coins and sold out his group and Christ. And these guards come to get Jesus and Peter whisks out his sword and cuts off the ear of uh, one of the, the guys coming to arrest Jesus, right? And Jesus says, paraphrasing, bro, what the hell are you doing? Like, this is not the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've been taught an eye for an eye, but like, and then he, you know, picks up the ear and he's God, so he does miraculous things and puts the dude's ear on and you know, whatever. And I think that's like an interesting uh, little narrative for what we're kind of talking about now. You know, like our knee jerk is like eye for an eye. And again, I'm the biggest for that. Like you fuck me over better. F- Ooh, I want to fuck you over so bad. <laughs> and I want to do it in ways you never knew. I want you to feel it even more. You know what I'm saying? Like that's in me. Yeah. Like I am a horrible, decrepit person. And I, <laughs> I'm, you know, something that I struggle with, even as a Christ follower. And I just, you know, I try to get out of that mentality and those feelings or whatever, but like, it's just a knee jerk and that's what I feel and that's how I react. And Jesus is saying, no, like love people, you know, like, I don't know. Kind of interesting. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, he he flat out said, love your enemies, right? That was a very revolutionary uh, concept in Jesus' day. Dude, it still love. is. <laughs> yeah, well, it, yeah, yeah. But yes, right. I mean, I, I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, it, it still is, and, and it sucks, and it's hard to do. He also said, look, you get slapped on one cheek, you give them the other. Right. These are these are very, very hard concepts that Jesus were, was declaring uh, at, a, at a time where there was so much turmoil between just the Jewish people and the Roman people, the Jews and the Romans. Right. The Romans taxing people, uh, taxing the Jews, taxing everybody. And stealing from people and, and beating people up in the streets and the same kind of shit that's happening now, actually. Yep. You know, and Jesus is like, hey, look, be a good servant and uh, pay your tribute. And people in the Jews are like, what? Give them <laughs> money? Are you serious? It's like, yeah, go ahead. Give it to them. And, and, and the point was like, look, you're this isn't your home. Right? You you are an ambassador of heaven. You're a child of God. 
and this world that you're living in, yeah, you you may have to to be, you know, you're you're locked in here. Like I get it. It sucks. Like these people suck and these people suck and these people suck. But I still want you Fuck the police. <laughs> I still want you to live as <laughs> if you are an ambassador of heaven. Which means in heaven there's no hatred and violence and 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 all of this crap. It's love. It's love. You show love, the same love that I've given you, give to your your neighbor. You know, when he when he did the whole washing of their feet, they looked at him like, look, dude, that's the job of a servant. We're not going to let you wash our feet. And Jesus looked at Peter when he said that. And he was like, look, if, if I don't wash your feet, then you don't have any part in me. In other words, yeah, you may see this as the job of a servant. And that's what it was in that day. Right. You would walk into someone's home and they had a servant in the home and the servant's job was to remove your shoes, wash your feet so that you can walk in and go ahead and socialize with the people that you came to see the family. Okay, and Jesus was saying, look, I'm going to take this lowest job there is possible and I'm going to show you what this is really about. It's not about the fact that, yeah, this person is a slave. No, it's, it's about that. I don't think of myself any higher than you. I don't think that I'm any better than you. I don't look at myself and say, you know, yeah, I'm God and you should just serve me. No, yeah. he's like, look, I'm going to show you that the, the one that is actually the greatest is the one that is a servant of all. And that was his point. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's like, look, yeah, I'm going to be the servant of all because I love you all. I love you all with a love and a passion that that goes beyond your comprehension. And this lesson that I teach you. I want you to take it forth and teach others the same thing through your actions. That's what Jesus was all about. Look, I want you to be for the world exactly what I am for you, a servant of all. One that you can count on, one that's going to love you unconditionally, one that's going to to serve you, one that's going to, excuse me, have relationship with you and, and just really love you. That's what it's about. And it's lost in this world. That doesn't know him is lost in this world that doesn't believe in him that doesn't care about his teachings that doesn't care about what he lived and died for but the fact is is that the jesus of the bible that we worship is the one that actually does love you unconditionally that died for your sins was buried and rose again three days later to show you to demonstrate to you to the world that love is really about serving one another it's really about being there for one another being a united people, regardless of who's oppressed you or who's hurt you or who's uh, betrayed you or done anything against you. At the end of the day, what it's about is loving one another, loving the hell out of people. And it's hard to do. It's hard when he says, go ahead and pray for your enemies, love your enemies. Dude, that fucking sucks. That is hard to do. But at the end of the day, that is what's going to squash the hate. Yeah. It has to. But it has to happen on such a mass level that is unfathomable to me. And again, it could be just a straight up pipe dream and I could be full of shit. Who knows at the end of the day? But dude, my effort is to just love the hell out of you. But even though it sucks and even though it hurts and even though I might get stabbed or, or shot or whatever, man, I'm just going to I'm going to try to live that example that Jesus gave to his disciples. I'm going to wash your feet. I'm going to love you. 
I'm going to be nice to you. I'm going to be kind to you. As much as nice guys finish last, <laughs> I'm going to be nice to you. Because <laughs> I believe that what goes around comes around. I really do. It may not come around today. It may not come around tomorrow. But what goes around comes around. You're going to reap what you sow. So I'm going to sow as much kindness and love in this world that I can. And if you hate me, if you hate on me, disrespect me, don't like me, whatever, I'm going to love you. Because I know you're a person. Because I know that you've got some shit going on. You're probably just projecting on me some shit from your childhood because you got beat up and bullied as a kid. You look at me and you see the guy that swirlies you in fifth grade. I'm just going to love you. I don't know. Again, I'm getting emotional. Come on, bro. Um, I mean, I agree, man. So I have nothing to add. Yeah. Well, this shit is getting thick, man, in D.C. And yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch the, the night unfurl. I know Yeah. something uh, <clears throat> I watched, I think, CNN. I mean, they're all covering it, but I watched the CNN guy and he was talking about you know the the city shut down some of the the subways and there's only like one place that these people can leave and you know like the other side knows it so they're you know anticipating some like if there was going to be riots or things happen like there's this one place where Probably will definitely happen. And I don't know if that's the media trying to, you know, drum up suspense and all that bullshit. But, but I mean, it's, you know, tactically it's a false or a true thing. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see kind of what happens. And, you know, as a Christian, like I just, or a Christ follower, whatever, unchurched motherfucker up in his mug. Like I just, (laughs) I pray that no one gets hurt. And like, you know, just freaking, you know, be hurt, be like, deal with your shit. I get that. We're broken human beings. Some bad things happened, but that doesn't mean, you know, we need to friggin' turn to violence or, you know, harming others. Like that's not the answer. The eye for an eye is really not the answer. Right. But even that being said, that doesn't mean that, I mean, that's not going to happen because it will happen. Uh, so anyway, it'll be interesting to see if it happens tonight, but I hope not. And that's what I'm praying for. So I agree. And you know, what really sucks too is like, that's, that's what people are thinking about. Yeah. What's going to happen. What's happening now. We're completely forgetting like, Hey, remember that like this person died and others were injured. That was horrible. Yeah. That's what we're let's supposed not, to be remembering and commemorating. Yeah. Let, let's not let it happen again. Like now it's all about what's going to happen. Sure. These people might beat these people up and you know, these are what the police officers are doing, which is another thing to me. I don't understand. And me and my wife were talking about like taxpayers, pay for uh the municipal you know what i'm saying services right so police fire rescue you know all this stuff well they have to get 
permits, not they, uh, people who are, you know, protesting have to get permits from the city, right? Yeah. Part of that is tell us how many are expecting. The reason they're doing that is so we know how many people to put police force on. Right. The job tonight. Right. Okay. So you want to protest and you want to make your voice be heard and you're using everyone's tax dollars that these cops weren't going to work tonight. Now they have to, because you want to fucking say something. Yeah. Let me just tell everyone out there who's listening to this podcast. Twitter is free. Facebook is free. YouTube is free. Yeah. Podcasting is mostly free. Like you want a voice to be heard. Use a hashtag. I don't understand. And this is me personally ranting here for a second. I don't understand the whole. Go ahead and rant. Hey, let's get together in a big group. And let's all chant the same thing. Like it's going to do anything. Yeah. I don't understand that part. Yeah. And maybe I'm ignorant. And if you have another opinion, I'm willing to hear it. But from my side, it looks like they're just saying the KKK sucks. Yeah, I agree. All of you out there saying that, what is that doing? It's just pissing off the KKK. <laughs> And all the people who don't like the KKK still don't like the KKK. And the people that are the KKK are still the KKK. It's not like the KKK are watching this rally and they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. I suck. I'm not going to be a nigger hater anymore. I'm not going to hate Jews anymore. (laughs) I'm not going to hate women anymore. No. What is your ranting doing? Yeah. I would much rather this dude who gets paid fricking millions of dollars a year to throw and catch a ball and sweat his ass off for a few seasons. Like I would much rather him not stand during a national anthem. <laughs> I think you probably get more, more screen time and more like, Hey, this is why I'm doing this. Sure. But that's just me wrong or right. That's what I think. No, I feel you. I mean, yeah, obviously the least violent protest is preferred. No doubt about that. I agree with you 100%. Regardless of what the cause is, um, yeah, you want to do this as peacefully as possible. Uh, Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. But, you know, when it comes down to certain topics and certain things, man, that are the violence begets violence. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. And so if you have a particular group of people that enjoy the violence and that nice, thank you, that set out to, you know, with this chip on their shoulder, they set out to, uh, to be violent. It's going to reap violence. It's just that simple. If a person's on edge and they've got a heater on them, they're going to want to use it. And, it's just going to happen. Yeah. Unfortunately. And so drastic things call for drastic measures. We have to get the attention of the powers that be. We have to get the message out there. It needs to be heard. And I don't think that a march is the worst thing that's ever happened. You know, it's, it's not, it, it can be peaceful. Oh, I totally agree there. But 
history tells us that is typically not. You know, that's what history tells us, that marches, they, (laughs) there's a lot of violence that happens historically. You know, I I think of the, the march on Selma, Alabama. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Brooke and I, I, sorry. Yeah, I mean, that kind of shit right there, it just breaks your heart. Yeah. You know, they're getting hosed and they're getting the dogs, you know, sicked on them. And they're getting hit with batons all because they're trying to march. Yeah. I I mean, history speaks for itself. And if we don't learn from it and strategize to keep it peaceful, it just repeats itself. Mm -hmm. So my prayer is, yeah, okay, D.C. cops, D.C. folks, learn from Charlottesville so that you can keep everybody safe and everybody can go home to their families. I tell you, man, it's, it's, it's just so much heartbreak out there just watching this shit happen unfold right before my eyes, dude. It is heartbreaking and it's stupid and unnecessary, but... It is very, it's, uh, it's heartbreaking, bro. So our prayers go out to the folks that are protesting, that are doing what they, they feel like they need to do in order to be heard. And, um, anti-protesters, protesters, anti, whatever you want to call yourselves and whatever cause there is, there's a bunch of shit out there to get behind. Um, you know, I, I think the one thing that would be, you know how they they do runs and walks and jogs and stuff for cancer awareness. Right. There you go. How about that? Do a run for uh, a run against police brutality. Which, <clears throat> which will be protected by cops. <laughs> which will be protected by cops. Oh, the irony. Oh, the irony. So, whatever. My heart goes out to the people. My heart goes out to the to the woman that lost her daughter last year. She went up to uh, to the same corner uh, today or yesterday to yeah, lay down that. a flower at that corner where her daughter got hit by the car. And the stupid fucking assholes that were out there protesting. They're out there just like ganging up on her. She had a whole crowd around her trying to protect her. Yep. And it and it's sickening that she needed a crowd of people around her just so that she can lay down a flower at the spot where her daughter died. Yeah, it's fucked up, is, man. And this is all because her daughter was on the anti-protest side. Yeah. <laughs> God. This fucked up world, man. We need Jesus. Can we just put it there? I mean, yeah, we should put it there and walk away and let people think about it and let his yeah. spirit guide them. <laughs> let the spirit guide. I'm telling you, dude, we need him. We need Jesus. We need. We are not able to produce the amount of love that we need in order to love each other effectively. So we need a higher power. We need a love that is greater than our own in order to share it with the rest of the world. We need that. We can't do it on our own. And, um, I mean, I think it, it goes back again to 
Adam and Eve, man. Like, and I've said it before and I'll always say it unless something revolutionary comes to my mind. But like, if it was me and Eve, I would have done the same shit, you know? Oh yeah. No doubt. And because of that, like we all are now running around this earth thinking that we are essentially gods. It's all about us. We deserve this. We deserve that. The same thing that a Lord or the God or, you know, royalty would assume. Like, it's all about me and what I want, and you serve me, and I'm here for that. And we're all, like, warring with that, or we're just not warring at all with it, and we're owning it. And That's just our mentality. There's no way in hell we're all going to get along. No. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we can try. Sure, we can try. But I'm, I'm just like that's my argument for. Of course, we need Jesus. Yeah, gotcha. we need. I mean, that's part of the reason he came. Hey, you yeah. think life is this way? I'm the one who should say all of that and act that way, and I'm washing your nasty ass feet. <laughs> and just so people get that, like they didn't have shoes and socks back then. <laughs> they had sandals and they walked everywhere. Like, yeah, that was not roads. a pretty thing. You know, that's like, yeah, damn, you're a foot washing servant. Shit. I thought I had it bad. I just got to cook, you know, <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. That's the know. thing. They, they walked down the same roads as the animals did. Yeah. And the mud you and know. the slop and the waste yeah. people peeing yeah. and I don't know, man. Like, yeah. It wasn't asphalt. The son of God gets down on his fours and washes people's nasty ass feet. I mean, just that, just think about that for a week, just marinate on it and pray. Be like, God, what, what are you showing me in just that little picture right there? How can like, what is your heartbeat? What is your mindset? And how can I come closer to that? Yeah. Yeah. How much how much different would we all be? A lot different. A lot different. Damn, we may have just got deep twice on this mug. (laughs) Boom. I love it. All right. I'm done talking about this. Yeah, I'm bored. Fuck the police. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I want to go back and see how many times I said that in this episode. Yeah, it would be nice. I want to say probably eight. Eight feels about right. All right. That's what she said. Eight? (laughs) Eight feels about right. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, man. My white ass. I'm like, I don't really understand that. (laughs) Oh, I get it. You're talking about dick size. That is funny, my friend. <laughs> That's what I was just doing. <laughs> I was sitting here like, why would eight sound good? I don't. Yeah. All right. There we go. Boom. <laughs> we better stop there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean Dizzle, it's been real. Is it like eight guys? I really don't. <laughs> God help us. All right. That's why you're not in the pulpit, you dirty mind. 
Yeah. You sent me that video of the cursing preacher. Oh, God, yeah. You know what's funny is uh, this has been a while ago now. I'm talking like over a decade for show. Some of my closest friends were like, dude, you're like, because I felt called to be in ministry and be a pastor like a preacher yeah but i never really knew at what capacity because i didn't really like the traditional pastoring thing it just felt weird to me but anyway that's for another podcast (laughs) but they were all like dude you're gonna be like up i can just see you on the pulpit like listen up motherfuckers I'm going to get real right now. <laughs> it's just true, man. It's just language. You know what I mean? Oh, it People is just need language. to be shook. They need to be shook. They need to be wake, you know? Try and get woke up in this 2018. <laughs> Damn. Can't be like, no, listen here, brethren. They're going to be like, fuck off, you bigot asshole. Putting money in your goddamn offering plate. Fuck you. That's what they're going to say. You want to know why? Because I work with people or have worked with people. I know people. That's what they say. Yeah. No, man. You got to meet people. You know what I'm saying? You got to you gotta get on their level. You got to speak. The- Listen up, motherfucker. <laughs> Christ loves your dirty ass. When are you going to wake the fuck up? Shit. <laughs> say that from a pulpit. See how quick your church gets turned yeah. upside down for Christ boy <laughs> I did send you that uh that picture over Facebook it says studies have shown that intelligent people swear more than stupid motherfuckers <laughs> hell yeah that's for show oh uh, I got vocab yeah yeah but fuck is just it's just a good word I don't know what to tell you I know. Whew, this I know. one's going to have to be explicit for sure. It's explicit. It happens. All right, brother. Where can we be found? Well, the easiest thing to do is to go to www.unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com. Mm. And there are links galore. We are on Tons. iTunes. So... As soon as you're done listening to this, just go ahead and five stars. Just scroll down all the way to the bottom. Hit five stars. We love you a long time. Uh, we are on Google Podcasts. That's a thing now, and we are officially on it. So all you Android people ain't got no excuse. And if you're a SoundCloud user, you can always um, follow us there and comment and do whatever. But, um, yeah, that's where we can be found. If you want to email us. We got a Gmail account. It's unchurchedpod at Gmail. You can email us there if you got any questions. Uh, I would really like to get some people interacting with us because that's like hard to do these days. But, you know, show us some love. Give us some feedback. If you don't like it, fuck off. You don't have to listen. It's free. Yeah. Love you, though. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, brother. Thanks a lot. It's been awesome. Bye, man. Peace. Peace.